0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Talking about LRT and uh, and its cancellation as of yesterday, Marvin Ryder standing by, business professor at Groot School of Business, McMaster University. First, let's go to Vic on the phone. Vic, what are your thoughts on all the LRT stuff?
1: I couldn't care less to tell you the truth, but uh, the uh, thing that I'm uh, wondering about is the mayor is crying about they took away the... uh, lrt but the billion dollars is there uh why don't they just take that billion dollars and fix the roads and why don't they build their own lrt because they brag on the radio station and on the news for the last four to five years that they've pulled in a billion dollars each year for building permits and where's that money going to it isn't going to transit it isn't going to the roads where's this money going to
0: All right, Vic, thanks for the call. Much appreciated. Let's bring in Marvin Ryder. Your thoughts on what the caller had to say?
2: Well, God bless him for his comment. Uh, I think he's misunderstanding when they say a billion dollars worth of building permits. That's not revenue to the city. That's the total value of the construction that's been happening. So the city only gets a small portion of that in fees. We want that kind of construction because it increases the assessment base, and thus when we go to do taxes, whether they're commercial or real estate taxes for residential people, you can spread the costs over more people. So we love seeing the growth. If there's been any problem with that, uh, retail or residential growth, or try that again that uh, uh, construction growth. Is that much of it has happened in sectors where we don't get property taxes, like mm. the university, like hospitals? Right. But uh, that's not really the alternate funding proposal at all. Uh, so uh, his other point: uh, we still have a
0: billion dollars. Yeah. We still have a billion dollars. If this uh, if this LRT is, is it costs a billion dollars, why can't we still use that and find some way to bridge the gap of funding that's
2: yeah, so let me try to help you out a little bit, and everyone else listening to us. Our LRT was supposed to be 18 kilometers long. That's 18,000 meters. That's mm-hmm. the joy of the metric system, 18,000 meters. Mm-hmm. The original cost is a billion dollars. That was $55,555 per meter. Right. So look at your waist, look at the floor. Mm. That was 55000 Now, the new cost, apparently, is $5.5 5 That's $305,000 a meter. I'm not aware of any construction cost that has gone up at that rate at all. Mm -hmm. It seems to me this is all about a recalculation. And the key recalculation is they put what we call an all-in cost, operating and construction cost, over the next 30 years. This would even replace the cars once. so They would have worn out, replaced them, the cost of the maintenance, the cost of the people staffing. Building it it and running it for 30 years. For 30 years, Mm -hmm. $5.5 billion. Well, we don't do that costing for other capital projects. So uh, the hospital on the mountain was rebuilt for $500 million. But its actual cost over 30 years, when you think of the staff in there and the heat and the hydro and the drugs and the supplies, billions and billions and billions of dollars. But we deal with operating separately than capital. Uh, One other quick note, Scott, on this thing. So there's another LRT in this province, the Huron-Ontario LRT. Mm -hmm. That's in Mississauga. It was originally a little longer than ours, 20 kilometers long, and priced at $1.5 billion. Uh, earlier this year, they said, oh, oh, costs have gone up, costs have gone up, so we're cutting out two kilometers of the route mm-hmm. to keep it within the $1.5 billion. Yeah. So what does that tell me? That tells me there has been inflation around 10 15%. Our LRT, our original LRT, might be costing us $1.1, $1.2 billion. I- I'm surprised there wasn't a chance to resize it or rethink it or... Uh, one of the big costs there's be a, was supposed to be a bridge over the 403 mm-hmm. behind the uh, Fortinos, you know. If, if we're that close, how did we get to 5.5 billion? I, I think really the bottom line here is this: government, the Ford government, has no appetite in that. And I would even question how accurate the one billion dollars they've made some kind of a commitment. I think if I was the mayor and the council, I would lick my wounds and go back to them with something within that mm-hmm. billion dollar budget. But you know, when you push them again, will they have yet another excuse? And with this new kind of accounting, the all-in costing, if we were to do bus rapid transit, which was supposed to be $350 million, will they recost it and say, no, no, that's actually $2.5 billion over the life of 30 years? Uh, That's what worries me. So we're
0: actually talking about the operating cost of the uh, of the system over the thirty years as opposed to the initial construction. Yeah, both.
2: They put both in, capital both and operating, together. Yeah. Right.
0: So with the billion dollars still there, is there no way for bridge funding of any sort to make this happen? It seems that we're close. Are we that far apart?
2: Well, if, if what the government is now saying is that billion dollars we were going to give you was to cover both capital and operating costs over the life of a project, mm-hmm. then this was never going to work. No. A project that would cost you a billion dollars to yeah. build without a dollar to operate is yeah. useless. Yeah. So that seems to be what they're saying, that their total commitment, capital and operating is a billion. Now, that may still work with BRT. If it's 350 capital and you do the operating costs, maybe it would work. But I think that's the question now to explore is, okay, what could we get for this billion dollars? What's what's in the cards?
0: Uh, how much politics plays into this because this, as Donna Skelly was presenting to us on this show, it's a win-win for the city because we get the billion dollars to spend on other transit projects. There's lots of citizenry that are jumping behind that and thinking this is a win.
2: Um So, okay, let's break that into two chunks. Um, Most of those people who are jumping on this didn't like the LRT to begin with, and and Donna Skelly would be one of those people who wasn't fond of it. I have to be candid with you, we don't need an LRT for today. The LRT always was a a project looking 20 to 25 years down the future. The parallel I'd give you, Scott, is in the 1950s is when uh, Toronto got the subway, and there was this Mm -hmm. same debate, and half the people said, you're building a bridge to nowhere, we don't need this thing today, and yet today... You can't imagine Toronto without a subway system. And if you tried to build it today, the cost would be astronomical. Yeah. the people who really love this wasn't for an LRT for what we needed today, but was to be city building over the next 25 years. Now, to, but to your point, okay, if we're not going to have that, what else can we do in a city building model with transit? And uh, the BLAST, B-L-A-S-T uh, uh, structure, that we have the B line, the A line, the L line, what have you, I'd forget all these letters, mm-hmm. what they all mean. It's still a valid transit plan. Then let's, uh, lick our wounds. We'll, we'll take the until January 1st to grieve, and then let's come out with a new plan and, and test, the, test the Ford government. You say a billion's there? All right, I got a new project for you. Let's see what they do then. Uh, does alternate
0: projects like more buses add the economic development that an LRT has? You know, the mayor's talking about uh, already development along the line that's happened before
2: construction. And was planned to happen yeah. uh, in the early years of the construction. Do so, we get
0: the same sort of uh,
2: result from from more buses? Yeah, I, I have to say candidly, I don't know that for certain. I, uh, two aspects of this: the route they chose, the the line for the LRT, was the logical route for most new construction anyway. If I was going to build a condo in Hamilton, mm-hmm. this is the area I would have built it in, with or without an LRT. Right. The feeling was that I would build it faster with the LRT. Mm-hmm. I would do this faster. Um, so I think bus rapid transit, depending upon how it was deployed and what it connected, what links and hubs and nodes it connected, could do some similar amount of work. But um, the, the other side is, will some of the projects announced suddenly be canceled? Joe Mancinelli, who's with Leuna, said that we had some plans, as I'm mm-hmm. speaking on his behalf mm-hmm. here, we had some plans and now we have to rethink them, mm-hmm. knowing the LRT wasn't there. While they're rethinking them, if we've got an alternative, let's put it out there, and the people might say, "Oh, okay, that's that's good enough. It still gets us where we need to be. We just don't have that clear alternative at this point." Um, is there a chance that this task force could come back, and
0: as Keenan Loomis, I believe, from the the chamber, is saying that, "What if it comes back with uh, LRT? That's the best thing for us."
2: <laughs> uh, I suspect that the people selected to serve on the uh, on this royal commission or whatever word they're going to use, task force, uh, will probably be given some um, constraints on their mandate: examine projects in this sphere and that sphere, and right. don't. Uh, for instance, I don't think we're going to hear a hovercraft proposed right. to go from Hamilton to Toronto, or uh, an elevated railway, a monorail, a monorail. There That's what go. we need. That's it. A monorail. I don't. Th- I think there will be some constraints on. So I I suspect it will be more. Uh, a traditional transit. Having said that to you, though, it might involve electric buses. It might involve self-driving buses. There are some new technologies out there. Uh, what does this do
0: for the city? or I mean, how is this, as you said, there's lots of people in the wings that were waiting for this to happen. A lot of people bought property thinking development would happen. What does this mean for the city of Hamilton, especially as it was turning the corner? This seemed to be yeah. uh, another catalyst. I would desc- how much does it slow it down?
2: I would describe this as the icing on the cake. I think we're still moving in the right direction, yeah. and the city is going through a renaissance, which is good and strong. This was just going to give it another little shove. And so if we don't do anything, then yes, this will slow it up. And, and there's no doubt about it. We won't see it at the same pace. But that's the key thing. Will this slow us up? If we just sit here and moan and groan and complain, if we can look past this and say, okay, we have been challenged to find an alternate project. Let's find something else in a city building capacity that while not getting us exactly the same benefits will get us some of those benefits and keep the momentum going forward and i so i understand why we have to grieve but the wise person eventually says you know i, I know mm. that diagnosis we can't change that one so let's go in a different route uh... how does the city handle this
0: when the lrt was pretty much focused downtown now the money is spread out it appears many are saying that that money that was designated for downtown should remain down there
2: but to do what you mm-hmm. know uh... uh you know, we have another big issue in, in Hamilton, too, is of course, the arena siting. Michael Andlauer challenged mm-hmm. us to build an arena up on the mountain, and people said, no, no, if we're going to build one, it's got to be downtown. I don't think we should mix these two projects by stretch of the imagination, but Hamilton has this ongoing challenge of finding balance. Yes, we need to do what we can to keep a, a vital core downtown. Cities like Pittsburgh have learned that lesson the hard way by ignoring it, having the suburbs grow up, and then suddenly their downtown collapses. And, and if, you don't, if you don't maintain it, then you've got even more to clean up the the mess down the road, but it's about finding balance. And I think, again, there may be some projects. Maybe it's a north-south route. Maybe it's a route that takes us from the waterfront to the airport, gets people there back and forth in a better way. You know, let's, let's put our creative problem-solving hats on. How did Kitchener-Waterloo get this done in Hamilton can well, they started earlier and they had a friendlier government. You might remember Kathleen Wynne in her uh, in her last four years in office made transit an absolute priority and they were shovel ready and could get things in the ground quickly. We were still debating it. Mm. It took us a long time. And Another little lesson for everyone here is you, you have to strike when the, the iron, iron is hot. hot. Yeah. And, so and is this death by
0: delay? I mean, because a lot of people are pointing at city council as much as they are government and saying, you know, man, even when I remember Kathleen Wynn laughing on the air with me when I interviewed and say, "No, you've got the money. Why do you keep doing this?" I remember yeah. her giggling on the air in yeah. an interview.
2: I don't want to blame City Council. It's been a bad year for City Council and the mayor as it was. They have more than enough things. That's to be not your fault. That's not your fault, Marvin. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I it, it is and it's multiple councils. This thing has been debated for the better part of a decade. Yeah. Uh, if we could have just made up our mind and act quickly i would say the same problem with the red hill creek expressway it's now hard to imagine this city without the red hill creek and the lincoln alexander parkway and yet it took us so long to build it and now it's almost full and it's almost too small as it is Mm. this this you know i understand the problem with infrastructure projects but we sometimes need vision and we need to sell that vision
0: What can we learn from this? Because a lot of people are comparing it to stadiums and Red Hills and and all that sort of thing. I mean, again,
2: it's a tough loss for some. It's a tough loss, but I would also say I would rather this loss than us having a partially constructed LRT and then have the funding cut. Yes, $200 million has been spent, a a big chunk of it on consultations and on planning, but another Mm -hmm. chunk on property acquisition. I actually don't think they should immediately turn around and sell that property until we've got what our next vision is. Hold on to that property. Um, but, but I, I think it would be much worse if they had to said, let's, let's just, uh, I, I know we've built two kilometers of it, but let's pull the cranes now. Hmm. Uh, this was the time if the province was going to do it they did us a favor doing it now than a year and a half from now should it have been done a year earlier well that's another thing that worries me we've gone through three transportation ministers under doug ford and up until carolyn Mulroney, it was full speed ahead uh, uh sorry jeff urich was here and said uh, i'm taking all the constraints off go 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 bye bye mm-hmm. bye um I just I don't understand quite what's happened here now maybe again I thought maybe Carolyn would have sweetened the waters yesterday by saying we're going to take this away from you but you know that all day go service that you folks want it's coming in March
0: yeah so yeah, I mean there's yeah. there's
2: still some things we can do here
0: it is a uh, very questionable why it was handled the way that it was that's for sure let's take a couple of calls 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell uh, Victor is on the line go ahead Victor
3: I would just like to point out that I absolutely love Marvin Ryder right now. Ever since this debate started years ago, I have always said it, we do not need LRT now, but it is a project for the future. We will need it. Why would we try to get it when it's too late? Get it now while we can and when the province was offering full funding so then in the future when we have it, it's already there. The mayor has said it, Marvin has said it, even you have said it, Scott. Even Bill Kelly, it is an investment project, and we have invested into this project, and now the province has taken it away from us. We don't need it now, but we need it later, and thank God an economist has actually said that. I've tried to portray that point so many times, but I'm just the average Joe that goes to work 9 to 5. This is his job, and he actually said it live on the air, and that was the best line I've heard on your show for the past three years.
0: Uh, Vic- Victor, thanks for the call. Uh, your thoughts on any of that? It is the city is very much divided
2: on it. This. Is very much divided yeah. on this, and I, I, but I think that's that's on almost anything when you have two paths to go down. Yeah. One which is boldly into the future, and another one is a reminiscence of the past. Take take Bob Bertina, who's not a fan of the LRT. He often talked about trying to recapture the magic of Hamilton in the fifties, and mm-hmm. I would often say to Bob. Our, our future is not in our past. Our mm-hmm. future has to be a different kind of future. Yeah. We can still have that magic, but we have to do it in a different way. Yeah. So if you're of a certain age, you want to go back. It's
0: interesting. All right, let's take another call. Dave's on the line. Dave, what are your thoughts? Dave, go ahead. Are you All there, right. Dave? All right, I think Dave's. out. Ted, what are your uh, thoughts?
4: Well, what, what could the city learn? Well, I think what the city could learn is it's about half time Hamilton considered term limits and got rid of this perennial indecisiveness. You know, small minded counselors. It doesn't matter what the subject you look over the years and what's the tax going up this year, five percent?
0: I all right, thanks for the call, Ted. Much appreciated. You yeah. yeah, know, considering what uh, this council has been through, uh, it must be uh, they must be looking over the shoulder. I mean, considering Sewer Gate, considering this, the Red Hill, all of that.
2: Yeah, I, again, I think there's a, there's a lesson to be learned here about making a, a decision quickly, uh, then supporting it. Don't mm-hmm. keep second guessing yourself. Don't keep undermining this. But another problem you simply have is councils four years. A project like this is you have to think in a twenty year time frame, yeah, yeah. and the. Work world changes over 20 years. Yeah. What was right here doesn't become right in, in 10 years, maybe. All right, 905-645-3221, star
0: 9900 on your cell. Ned, what are your thoughts?
5: Yeah, I'm a small landlord in the area of King and Maine. I've got a lot of little properties. My concern is this. Uh, I know it's 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. But right now, if I have guests from out of town or anybody else and they drive down Street, it looks like Beirut with all the boarded up buildings. Somebody's going to eventually get hurt. Somebody's going to die. A homeless person in one of those properties is boarded up. It looks like hell. Someone's from out of town. They have no idea what's going on as far as LRT or what's going on. All they see is boarded up buildings all the way. This is a major, major eyesore and major cost, and it's a detriment to anyone driving down King Street to see all the dozens and dozens of properties that are boarded up and that are in pre- preparation for the LRT. It's going to be years before anything's done, and they're maintained. They look like hell. People live in those areas. People raise kids in those areas. People travel those areas nobody wants to see that and nobody's talking about that i have property in that area it's affecting me it's an eyesore for me i uh, never mind the garbage the looks of it all the, the that, it just looks absolutely horrendous who'd want to be anywhere near that
0: Ned, thanks for the call. Much appreciated. That's the thing, Marvin. I mean, at least now we were on some sort of course. Yes. Now what happens in all of this area is, is now in limbo again.
2: Right, and I think he's made a good point. I, I don't like boarded up buildings either, so a- another possibility is we should finish spending the money to demolish those, at least have brown fields yeah, or green yeah. fields that we can then have the flexibility to do with. I, d- I doubt those buildings will ever go back to what they were used for before, hmm. so maybe we owe it to ourselves to tear them down. That would be a little better, but on the other hand, if If there's a chance of bus rapid transit, we might still need some terminal hubs. We might still need, so I'm not sure all of that's wasted, but we need a new vision and we need it quickly. All right, Marvin Ryder has been with us to Group School of Business, McMaster
0: University. Marvin, as always, thank you so much for the time. We're going to continue with this listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Marvin Ryder was just on business, professor at the Group School of Business McMaster University, uh, and mentioned the name of Bob Bertina, Hamilton East Stony Creek uh, MP, and uh, wanted a chance to uh, to counter what uh, Marvin had said, so Bob is with us now. Bob, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. What are your thoughts on all of this?
4: Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, I was disappointed in Marvin Ryder because a lot of the, a commentary from the pro LRT people has been negative personal attacks. And he made a ridiculous statement about it, kind of like, well, I'm an old fuddy duddy and I wanted to build a chicken roost. And,
0: you know. Uh, <laughs> put, uh, oh, come on. Know. It would be fun to bring back the chicken roost, though, wouldn't it, Bob? Well, right? yeah, <laughs> Maximin, sadly, is,
4: is gone. And, uh, and so those things aren't going to happen. But Marvin Ryder played a key role in exactly what one of your callers said. We amalgamated. That created a lot of problems that were never resolved. One of the things I tried to do when I was mayor was get a review of the amalgamation to see what the problems are and how they could be solved. I asked Marvin Ryder if he would join with other people. I asked Bob Wade and and some other folks to sit on a a little uh, task force, a mayor's task force, and discuss it. Marvin Ryder did not return uh, the messages from the mayor's office of the city of Hamilton. Marvin Ryder is responsible for a lot of what's going on here because of the transition board that took place during amalgamation. If uh, we were on our own, and the uh, the other point I want to stress to you is the uh, Ottawa and the Kitchener LRTs were approved by public, by council, for one-third funding participation a third a third a third yeah we are expecting to get a hundred percent with zero tom jackson said not one dime
0: of public money is going yeah. into this
4: yeah that's the difference between those uh, those projects and that's about what i have to say
0: all right so uh lrt are you surprised where we are no it had to happen because once all the numbers go up
4: scott everybody listening who who is a taxpayer in hamilton should understand the following we are short about $200 million every year maintaining our infrastructure. That is the infrastructure deficit of Hamilton. The reason that your side street, the road out in front of my house, all around, is in horrible shape because we build more infrastructure than we can afford to fix. And the, the city will tell you the number is $200 million. So let's add more To the infrastructure deficit and raise taxes. That's the problem. You just can't... $30 million a year would be the added uh, infrastructure cost of maintaining the LRT.
3: So do you agree
0: with the Premier to scrap this at this point? Uh, Could there not have been some sort of compromise or, or bridge funding? Do you agree with scrapping this then?
4: Well, I agree with exactly what they said. Let's get a task force together and you've got McMaster people You've got former uh, HSR directors. You've got a lot of smart, arm's-length people who know how the city functions. And, Scott, surely you don't believe that handing it over to the 15 councilors would be the way to resolve it. I All can't right. believe you
0: think that. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm not addressing that, Bob. You said that. <laughs> I didn't. Bob Bertina, I member, it, I of, <laughs> 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 member of Parliament, <laughs> Hamilton East Stony Creek. Bob, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks. thanks All right, Matt. take care. All right, back to the phones. 905-645-3221, start on your cell. From one mayor to another, Larry DeAnne is on the line. Larry, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I had to come on because I, I hear my friend Bob Bertina
0: whom I voted Look for. Look at this. Larry. This is like the old days. This is amazing, Larry.
1: <laughs> no, but it's true. But I'm hearing him blame Marvin Kaplan. Or sorry. No, Marvin, Marvin Ryder. Marvin Kaplan. Marvin Ryder for, uh, uh, for amalgamation and, and that Bob uh, wanted to review it. No, he didn't. He ran on de-amalgamation and then shifted gears once he realized that it was a silly thing to do. And he tried to co-opt people into a phony conversation about an amalgamation that had already occurred, and that's why people said no to him. So, Mr. MP, my MP, the fellow that I voted for, let's get the facts straight. This issue here, however, has to do with governments promising to implement programs. And, Scott, I was there yesterday. As you know, we were chatting in the Mm -hmm. middle of all of that drama and the sad part about what happened yesterday is that people now, whether they're investors, whether they're, uh, whether they're uh, 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 public transit advocates, whether they're city council, uh, whether they're just ordinary citizens, are wondering what the heck is going on. And cynicism is being piled on cynicism as a result of government reneging on its promise. And proof of that is the latest comment from the minister herself just yesterday and the premier who said that a task force is going to be started and if they come forward with a with a uh, an option to uh, build an LRT well then we will build an LRT are you kidding me yeah. this is back to the future back to the past back to the end of all times and it's not good for the city of Hamilton.
0: So apparently all we have to do is uh, whip up a really quick task force thing on the LRT, and this is a go. Well, I'm being sarcastic.
1: That, well, I know you are, and, and uh, except that the uh, task force is going to be handpicked by the government to scrap the LRT. What are the chances that they'll come forward with that recommendation, so, do you think?
0: So, Larry, you think this is trick accounting? This is the government backing out of its uh, finagle, finagling out of its deal to uh, to pay for the operating cost of this? Or do you think it's the fact that the, the price has gone up?
1: Well, I, I think that to give the government some credit, um, and, and also, and I agree with Bob Bertino on this, that, that when council said not a, a penny of local money is going to be spent on this project that was never anything that was going to happen it was so unrealistic because when you build a project such as this there are always costs that are going to be accrued accrued by the local municipality so i think the cost has gone up but you have to look at you know whose fault is it that the cost has gone up remember when this government came in they sat on their hands for about nine months uh, deciding what to do with this file And and during that time of course costs go up so is um, the lrt they,
0: is this is this it larry is it dead
1: i think so Man. i think so unless this government walks it back and and has second thoughts i mean they're in power for the next four years so uh i don't think this is going to uh revive itself um, but that's the shame but there's damage look we'll come out of this uh if if indeed the money is going to be spent locally on good projects we'll find a way to come out of this but but the tragedy is that this was a project for the future uh, to fix infrastructure as well as public transit, the first phase of a blast network that would have seen improvements all over the place, and now it's not going to happen, and it's not going to happen on a whim. There isn't a good rationale why this was done other
0: than a
1: political
0: whim. Uh, some are happy, some are sad.
1: Of course some are happy. Uh, and, you know, I heard the fella from Ancaster... And I'd like to say to him, sir, the traffic circles uh, that you built in your community, the, the fixing up of Wilson Street in your community does me absolutely no good <laughs> living in Stony Creek. But I, don't, I do not begrudge that, because it improves Ancaster, which is part of our community, and anything that's good for any part of our community is good for the whole community. So don't give me this crap about not believing in LRT because it's in downtown. We're not in competition. We're here to build a whole community, and that needs to be done with everybody collaborating and being happy when we fix any part of the city.
0: Larry Dianney, former mayor, city of Hamilton, weighing in on this. Larry, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thank you. And to any former mayor or anyone else, feel free. The lines are always open. It seems that everyone is listening to The Scott Thompson Show today.